Folks, my name is Nick. You have found the inroad. Thanks for watching. Got a really special guest today. Looking forward to it very much. Scott Wickens. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So interestingly enough, I don't know if you remember this, you were at the first sermon I ever preached. Probably. Did you know that? Yeah, I think I did know that. <laughs> April 20th. Although I forgot that, but yeah. 2012. Wow. Eight years ago. Really? Yeah, and it was terrible. I didn't think so. You said that, and I, I no, I don't think so. I don't think it was. I, well, I joked because people came up to the altar crying afterwards, and I think they were crying because they were happy. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> oh no. No, it was it was a good starting point, and then yeah, I've preached a lot since then. But it was really cool that you were there. I only remember a few people who were there, um, but man, yeah, that yeah. was that was an interesting time. So we have a lot to cover today. Yeah. Well, some things to cover. I want to talk about the CMA, okay, which is an organization you're you're big on. I Tell am. me about what is the CMA first of all, and to listeners, I'd like to get into at least later how they can be a part of it, how they can support it, and so forth. So, what is the sure. CMA, and what's your capacity? Well, the CMA is the Christian Motorcyclists Association. Got to throw right. that S on there. That is a uh, it's it's basically a worldwide, international, interdenominational ministry geared towards motorcycling community yeah so i'm glad you threw in the s because i've yeah. always just said christian motorcycle association yeah a lot of people do and now That's that okay. i think about it that sounds like a motorcycle yeah. that is a christian <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why motorcyclists that. folks it's, it's, so how many chapters worldwide because i think like i'd heard of the cma for a while but for me, I had always just thought it was relegated to like the Midwest, U.S., but it's worldwide. It is. It's international now. Um, well, and has been for quite a while. Uh, just in the U.S. alone, I think we have over 1,300 ch chapters that have been chartered. Wow. But we're also present in 40 countries and six continents. How did you get into it? <laughs> um, so... It, <laughs> You know, as Christians, we're, we're always looking for, we should be looking for ways to fulfill the Great Commission, which yeah. we'll cover later. But mm -hmm. um, so we ran into, I guess, uh, basically, we just ran into a friend of ours at a gas station one time, and we've known this lady for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And um, she was wearing a vest, much like I have on today, and, um, you know, and she was on a motorcycle, which I I, I think I knew that she rode a motorcycle, but I wasn't sure. Sure. Just hadn't seen her in a long time. And so we asked her what it was all about, and she explained to us, uh, you know, kind of kind of what we're doing today, uh, um, what CMA is, and that she was involved in a chapter um, north of here in Goshen. Uh-huh. And so we really got thinking about it. It just kind of struck me really hard that I, I, I was looking for an outlet to, to do ministry. Yeah. Uh, and w with something that I love doing, which is motorcycles. Uh -huh. So, um, we, you know, we stayed in contact with her, and it wasn't too long. They, her, and her husband had been um, looking for um, maybe putting a, together a chapter here in Warsaw. Uh huh. And so we were a charter uh, members of the the chapter we have now here in Warsaw. Wow. And so it's just, um, and it just took off from there. And how long ago was that when it, you joined? Uh, it was about, um, it was 09, so 11 years. 
Wow. Yeah. And so what are some of the events you've been a part of, some of the things you've been able to do since joining? CMAs uh, has a lot of events of our own. We have um, uh, local events and statewide events, regional and mm-hmm. national events, but uh, just being able to go out and 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 minister and use CMA as the tool, the main tool to uh, yeah to just go out and do any kind of motorcycle event. We do you know charity rides and uh, secular rallies and and things like that. Wow! But just uh, you know, just all about really making relationships, building relationships, and and making friends and and getting to know people. Right. And I, I mean, this is my heart. I, I love this stuff. I mean, I'm not into motorcycles. Like mm-hmm. I've never driven a motorcycle likely never will. But what I do love is the invasion of the gospel yeah. in every sphere. Yeah. And I love that the CMA is like, hey, we like motorcycles. And so we're going to invite Jesus into motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I think there's just this narrative in the church that it's like, you invite Jesus into your heart at the altar on a Sunday. And mm-hmm. that's where he's invited. And that's where he stays. No, no. But he's actually invited into every sector, every sphere, every people group, every hobby. And the CMA is really like carrying that mandate well. Yeah. We, you know, we, we tell people all the time, you don't have to have a motorcycle to be part of CMA. Really? You just have to love people. Awesome. So oh, yeah. I could join. Absolutely. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> I know a ton of people in it. Laster and Kanda. Oh, yeah. Amazing mm-hmm. people. They're part of this local chapter, mm-hmm. I yes. assume. Wow. So I'm trying to think. So if you put on like a charity ride, are there um, opportunities for non-CMA members to serve and support? Oh, yeah. Anytime. Okay. Yeah. We don't, uh, we don't, you know, if, if people want to come hang out for a while, they can do that. And, and that's probably a good thing just because it is a, an active ministry. Sure. And not just necessarily a, a ride club or a Christian club. So yeah, um, it, it's, it's, it's always good for people to get a little taste and, and kind of see what it is we're about. And of course, it takes a while to get to get the vision and, and to mm. capture the big picture of of how big this animal really is. Yeah, know? no doubt. So you've got yeah. some notes. Share a little bit more. Some stuff that you have written down. If you have any, I would love to hear if you have anything in the can. Uh, some maybe testimonies or anything you've got like that's been influential as you've been a part of this ministry because it's sort of got an evangelistic edge. Right. I mean, you're in a world that's yeah, oh yeah. not Christian dominated. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll read a few of my notes. And this is, you know, it's got like I said, it's going to sound a little wordy, but uh, sure, yeah. a little reedy. But uh, so our mission statement for the Christian Motorcyclist Association, uh, our vision is changing the world one heart at a time. Uh-huh. And we will accomplish our mission through evangelistic outreach primarily, but not exclusively mm-hmm. to the motorcycling community. Run for the Sun, where we will partner with ministries with world-reaching potential. We can talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Equipping our members in ministry training that aligns itself with biblical truths. A servant's attitude to the world and our members, such as here if you need us. Mm. Quality products that aid in evangelistic outreach. An efficient support center team. Mm. So our mission statement is to inspire our leaders and members to be the most organized, advanced, equipped, financially stable organization, full of integrity in the motorcycling industry and kingdom of God. Awesome. A lot. And that was, and for those people listening, that was just all from your head, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) From my screen to my... (laughs) 
No, we we've uh, we we talk about our mission statement and our vision a lot. Um, yeah. Just because it's important to um, to kind of keep people um, it, just so that they remember what CMA's uh, mission is and where we where we started and where we'd like to keep it. You yeah. Know, we talked about you know you mentioned <laughs> charity rides. We don't necessarily put on mm-hmm. any charity rides. We support local charity rides. There's nothing wrong with right, that at all. Right. Right. Um, but CMA is only really inter, um, only involved in one fundraiser a year. Gotcha. That we call Run for the Sun. Gotcha. Otherwise, it's things like um, Ride for the Homeless, Ride for the Hungry, thing, any sort of ride that's available. Right. There's likely yeah. going to be CMA members that show up for it. Yeah. And and and, and again, we do uh, we do secular rides as well. We we you know we we uh, we go to abate functions and hog rallies yeah know. what's what are some of those uh secular rides that you guys do oh one locally is uh hog waller yes that's yeah. the name i knew yeah. it was a weird name a lot of people have heard about hog waller i've heard yeah i've heard that heard things <laughs> it's a good place for jesus to be <laughs> well you know and, and i've told people this before it's it's not it, it, to look at it as an us and them yeah scenario that's not right Right. We're all in this. We all fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. We are, we are there to, to build friendships and, and mm. family and to serve. Yeah. And that's, and that's, we, you know, we, we're not out there. We're not out there riding around on a golf cart with a megaphone and telling people <laughs> they're going to, you know what I mean? It's, it's not about yeah. that. That's not where, where, what we're here for on this earth anyway. Yeah, exactly. We're I just, mean, like Jesus himself is God on the throne. And he says, if I, if I want to change them and see them do well, I've got to become one of them. I got to take on human yeah. flesh yeah. and live this out. And to so many minds, that's especially back in the day, there's this group called the Gnostics who thought that was absurd. There's no way this holy God would come live among us struggling flesh. Right. Yet we we duplicate that teaching all the time. Yeah. We say, Hogwaller, that's not a place for a Christian to be. We take verses out of context, like come out from among them. And, and right. you know, <laughs> where- No, you're right. We're, and, and there's this reality that you that's the best place you can be, is influencing that crowd. Yeah. Now, if you just came out of a really dark lifestyle two weeks ago, maybe you shouldn't Might be around be a, a bunch of temptation. Right, right. But what I see with the CMA is these mature believers who are like, hey, let's go, let's go be in this crowd so we can love them and influence them properly. Well, and it's because of CMA and their roots and how far they've come yeah. over the years that we're even allowed to be there mm. or, or to be at, at rallies that are rather a dark place yeah um the church in general cannot go there you know what i mean yeah um i'm, and I'm not saying that they physically can't mm-hmm. but they haven't they haven't built that relationship whereas cma has how did that rapport get built in these groups just through just through consistently being a good witness having a stable level-headed organization it was a part of the founder's vision how, how has that worked all of the above really yeah. yeah it's like again we're just i i think people can see through uh someone being fake yeah okay i i think just being a good steward of the gospel and 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 being there and serving people helps us helps the ministry and helps it keep going and keep growing yeah but yeah it was started um, back in 1975 
a guy by the name of Herb Shreve from Hatfield, Arkansas, pastor, uh, bought a motorcycle. Mm. And he God had a God calling on his life that yeah. uh, that uh, he wanted to to build relationships and witness to bikers. And so um, him and his son started going to rallies in the area. I, I can't wow. imagine what that was like, in, you know, just starting out. Yeah. But, uh, um, here, you know, that was 45 years ago. Is he still around? No, he passed away a couple, two, three years ago. How did he grow it? Uh, he, you know, he, um, I don't know exactly. They, they, I know that he placed an ad in a motorcycle magazine uh-huh. and it just exploded to the <laughs> point where him and his wife were trying to field all the, all the mail that was coming in. People wanted to join this organization Yeah, that he basically had him and his son and, uh, his wife and, you know, a few others that were going to these things. Wow. Um, and, um, it, it just took off. And, uh, like I said, now we have, uh, we've chartered over 1300 chapters in the United States. Incredible. Indiana alone has 27 chapters. <laughs> That's so wild. And here's what's wild about it, that there is still, I mean, everything is wild about it, but what's really wild is that it's, it's effective, level-headed. Yeah. As far as I know, there's not a bunch of weird spinoffs in like Discord. And like you came in here and you're emphasizing the mission statement. Mm-hmm. I think one of the hardest things about doing Christian type ministry in fields that are traditionally non-Christian is you, well, not even non-Christian, but just neutral, right? Like motorcycles, is it's very easy to lose sight of the mission statement. Like I've known of life groups that get together and they say, hey, we're a jogging group, right? right. We get together, we pray, we read the Bible, then we jog together because jogging is what we like to do. Sure. Well, it's very easy a month later for it to just be jogging with like a, a quick word of prayer at the beginning, right. right? And so you like really lose sight of this Christian emphasis, but you don't see that with the CMA. Like you guys are very mission-minded. Well, it can go the other way. It could, you know, there could be one or two in the group that decided, well, we're gonna run a little faster. So now it's not, yeah. <laughs> maybe they've kept the Christian aspect, but now you got a couple that are running Yes. and people can't keep up. Yeah. That's why we, we emphasize those things then to yeah. keep to keep our members grounded and remember what we're supposed to be all about. Awesome. Yeah. What do you guys do in the winter? Is there any pre- any presence at all when you can't We're all ride? heavily medicated and depressed <laughs> because we can't ride our motorcycles. <laughs> Honestly, this time of year it's terrible. Like, you know, yeah. I, on my truck on the way in it was twenty six degrees and I'm thinking, I just want to ride my motorcycle. You this know? weekend, right? <laughs> I heard this Saturday is going to be really good. Yeah. Well, there's, 50 degrees. Yeah, saw some bikes out last weekend. So. <laughs> no, in the winter, you know, ministry never stops. So in the winter, uh, we're involved in other things. You know, we have, that's, it, that's one of the neat things about CMA is we're multifaceted. So it's not just motorcycling uh, ministry. So, you know, there's, of course, motorcycle things going on, but we have members that serve it fellowship missions and, yeah. and different uh, things, uh, nursing homes and whatnot. So mm. there's never anything not to do. I mean, you know, we have um, we have training that takes place over the winter months. We have in the early spring, we have a, an event mm. uh, that we call Seasons of Refreshing, which is coming up. We have a day of prayer that's uh, always March 1st mm-hmm. or the first Sunday in March, rather. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's never... And never a shortage. Never a shortage. Well, you've also, I mean, that makes sense. You got a lot of people in Southern states who can just ride year round as well. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned training. 
What's the training for? Well, and, and uh, what does that look like? I should say. Well, I guess just to be basic, to to be a member, you asked how do I be a member? Yeah. Um, we have a member training video. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a little long. It's three hours. It's a little over three hours long. Mm-hmm. But you'll learn everything there is to know about CMA and the ministry. Mm. And so we ask our uh, potential members to view the video, uh, to buy a book that goes along with the video. Uh huh. And there's some questions, and then they. Uh, they fill it out and send it in, and there's no dues. Uh, really? We ask, you know, we we want people to be financially supportive of the ministry. Of course, yeah. But we don't, you know, necessarily charge dues gotcha. or anything like that. And then you uh, basically declare or name a, a chapter that when you when you do all that that you're joining. So yeah, you know, somebody like yourself might uh, put down the Warsaw chapter. And how old do you have to be to join? Just old enough to ride a motorcycle? Um, just to to be a regular standing member, it's I think it's uh, what is it? Twelve years old? That's a good question. I can't remember that. <laughs> can't remember the. Well, they have a they have offshoots, so they have like a youth movement for for the kids, and then they have uh, awesome. Um, so they have CMA kids, and they have a youth movement, and then they have an LIT program, which is like eighteen to twenty five, mm-hmm. which is leaders in training, and then uh, so then after. After that, you can be part of CMA, but you don't have to be 25 to be a part of CMA. Right. Yeah. Well, what else do you have on the list? Anything else you'd like to share? <laughs> well, uh, I'll share a little bit about Run for the Sun if you'd like Please to hear do. more about yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, so Run for the <clears throat> Sun is our is the only fundraiser that we're involved in a year in uh, in CMA. So, in the first uh, in the first Saturday of of May, mm-hmm. it's kind of our come together and celebrate day. But our fundraising, which is usually done by individual members, takes place all year round. So I might have a personal fundraiser that I do. I might just take money out of my own pocket and put in there. Right. Or I might, you know, make crafts or sell, make crafts, sell things. I don't. <laughs> I'm kind of crafty. Uh-huh. But anyway, anyway uh, so people have their own um, ways that they raise money for a run for the sun. Nice. And then in the first Saturday in May, we all come together and all this money gets pooled. Every chapter does it, and and all this money comes together, and then we send it into CMA National, mm-hmm. and so that um, that all goes to to them. And then what they do with it is they actually give away more of that than they keep. Awesome. So last year alone, twenty nineteen, we raised over uh, four point eight. Is it four point eight? Four point nine million dollars. Four point wow. eight. So just north of four point eight million. So what we do with that is uh, we we partner with uh, three very special um, organizations that have world-reaching potential, right? Mm-hmm. So um, one of them is called Missionary Ventures, and if you've heard of any of these, that's that's fine. But Missionary Ventures provides transportation to pastors in third-world countries and wow. different places around the world. So um, they get twenty percent of that mm-hmm. that money. And so far, we've given away over 6,900 motorcycles, almost 7,000 bicycles, 40 horses, 42 boats. Yes, I'm reading this. Uh, <laughs> four horses, a horse and buggies, two snowmobiles, and one camel so far. Wow. And this allows, uh, this allows pastors to reach flocks that they might not otherwise be able to reach. Yeah. You know, because some of these guys, are they're traveling through a jungle in the middle of the night. And yeah. And if they have a motorcycle, they can get back and forth really easy. So, wow. um, and then of course we offer uh, mission trips that some of our members can 
sign up for and go and present these motorcycles, which I, awesome. which I understand. I haven't got to go yet, but uh, I understand that that's really quite life-changing. Oh, I'm sure. Wow. So that's uh, 20%. Another 20% goes to Open Doors. I don't know if you've ever heard of Open Doors. Brother Andrew, he was from the Netherlands. Uh, he wrote a, he was a, he was the Bible smuggler. He wrote a book about smuggling God's okay, word yeah. into yeah. Uh, Bibles into countries that, uh-huh. that don't allow the Bible to be, um, wow. and so far we've, uh, through open doors, we've been able to give away 3 million Bibles and they get 20%. The last 20% goes to the Jesus film project. Yeah. So, um, that's so far has been translated into 540 languages and viewed by 147 million people. And wow. 15 million people have been saved because of the Jesus film. So Incredible. we like to, so when you, so that's 2020 and 20, and then, then the other 40% comes to CMA national and allows us to do, um, mission work right here in the United States. Yeah. So we'll do, they'll use that money for, um, doing the bigger rallies like Sturgis and Daytona mm-hmm. beach and some of these Laconia and some of these big rallies that, yeah. We're, you know, and it, and it buys coffee and stuff that we give away, tracks, Bibles, and that That's type of awesome. thing. Yeah, it's really. Oh, my goodness. So, we, you know, we feel that that between these three organizations and Run for the Sun, that we're the largest, most effective ministry in the world. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so, that's so much money to funnel into amazing amazing movements i love that because it'd be so easy for cma just to be like yeah we're a christian motorcycle club but you're actually doing it you're actually channeling funds into these amazing causes and it it like it really moves me because it makes me think for all the people who say well you know the church is just a a dead sleeping giant and people aren't really doing anything for god anymore it's incredible what god is doing in these places and it's awesome yeah you know really if you to me, if every Sunday at church, there should be uh-huh. people missing. Ah. That's how I feel about it. There should be, if you're, if you're born again Christian, uh-huh. you should be doing something other than going to church every Sunday. Yeah. And so. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll be in Ukraine for two weeks next month, preaching and goodness. ministering. And yeah, we've missed quite a few Sundays for, <laughs> for gospel-centered yeah, work. So yeah, I'm on page with you 100%. It's it's nice when you have a pastor and a worship team that understand that you're in, yeah. involved in ministry and yeah, exactly. you're going to be gone a lot in the summer and Yeah. Know. No doubt about it. Wow. So 4. Point some million dollars and CMA retains 40, gives 60%. And that, that's yeah. why CMA is blessed in my opinion. As far as I'm concerned, the reason the money's going to continue to come in Right. Is this heart that like God's like, hey, I can trust you. None of that money is used for administrative purposes, salaries, anything Seriously. like that. None of it. That's unheard of. Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of. Now, again, of. we ask our members to, to financially support the ministry. That money goes sure. to support, you know, there is people that work for CMA. Of they course. have like 30, I don't know, 38 pe- people that work for yeah. them. They have a CEO and chair, chairman of the board and stuff. But uh, this big fundraiser. Run for the Sun money is strictly for ministry. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, when you when you see videos or you hear testimonies, people talking about uh, what Run for the Sun is and what, what they got to witness, it's it, it just sets you on fire. That's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, even that, the Jesus film, the way that's impacting the world, what were those numbers again? 15? Uh, Jesus film, 15 million people saved from watching from, the video, but uh, or the movie, but um, 147 million people have viewed it. 
<clears throat> That's incredible. It, re- I mean, yeah, God is God is working in all these fields and all these facets, and I, I just love it. And I'm really excited that there's so many good people partnering <clears throat> with it as well. Yeah. What's kind of the what's your vision for your involvement with CMA? Where are you headed with it? Is it one of those things where you're like, <clears throat> excuse me, just gonna stick with it, keep doing what we're doing, or I, yeah, I have no reason to stop being involved in CMA really. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to see it continue to grow when there's so many things in the motorcycling community that is, that is shrinking. Mm-hmm. I want to see the ministry keep growing. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any more data or stats or insight you'd like to throw in before we shift? Um, not necessarily. No, <laughs> I think you've pitched it pretty well. <laughs> I think it's, well, I've <laughs> It's easy to pitch when you have the data on your side. I mean, this organization is doing a lot of really, really cool stuff. Yeah, they're very, very good stewards of the money that comes in. And, and, and you know, it's not about the money, but yeah, it to us, it is about run for the sun and, and seeing people come yeah. to Christ because of the Great Commission. You know, this, Jesus said to go, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. I don't think it was a, <clears throat> a suggestion or, you know, mm. I don't know if you get time. Yeah. It is a great commission and we can't and I can't go I can't go to Africa I can't go to places like that to yeah. to minister but this is the way I can that's so true yeah yeah he said go into all the world and that word that word world I looked up one time in the Greek and it it has these implications of like spheres of society because we think geography go into all the world and preach the gospel yeah. we think geography but there's this implication with what that word actually means in the Greek where he's talking about every level like the entertainment industry the education sector of the economy go into film Mm -hmm. and music and factories and of course there's missionaries in africa there's people on the streets ministering and witnessing but he's really talking about just living out your faith in every sphere you'd be yeah and uh people who neglect it are really missing out on a rich benefit oh absolutely of the christian life i think between between CMA and Run for the Sun combined, I, th- I think we've reached 194 countries so far. That's almost all of them. We had we had uh, somebody from Open Doors uh, tell us that um, one of the largest growing churches is basically in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Christian church. Saudi Arabia, um, Iran mm-hmm. is exploding. China is exploding. And it's, I can't even... I, I never would have guessed that to begin with, but I can't, it's so hard to fathom. Yeah. Uh, in that, especially in that region of the, of the world, you know. Yeah, these underground movements are wild. And that's just what we know. I mean, because it's underground, it's hard to quantify. Mm-hmm. But we just know there's these churches that are massive yeah. and growing rapidly. It's exciting. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. And it really makes you want to see a regime change with some of these communist governments to let the church flourish, yeah, you know, because the persecution like in North Korea is so heavy. Oh, yeah. In China, it's so heavy. In Nepal, it's so heavy. And, uh, man, if you could see liberty from a governmental standpoint, it'd just be so cool. I'd love to go there for a conference, you know. I oh, can't yeah. now. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> you mentioned earlier that you know a lot of pastors who have, or not pastors, but CMA members, you know some who have been on these trips. Mm-hmm. Where, do, where do you go when you deliver these primarily? Usually it's it's either South America uh-huh. or Central America, gotcha. and I don't know I, and I don't know the reason for that. They you know CMA sets those up, so I don't know if that's just because it's uh, 
maybe safer for people to go or I don't know. Do you want to do it at some point? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. That'd be epic. I think they sometimes they go to Africa too, but. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, it would be great. How do you, is there an application process or you just. Yeah, I think you just contact CMA uh, and they have, uh, you talk to somebody about the the mission trips and they have yeah. them usually lined up. Usually by this time of year, they'll have them in our, uh, we have a magazine that's called Heartbeat and they'll have them in the back there. You can gotcha. sign up for them. Of course, there's limited number of slots available so gotcha okay but yeah um i want to backtrack a little bit sure so we we talked about cma your involvement you got involved when you got involved almost a decade ago now Mm -hmm. when did you start walking with jesus to begin with about uh, officially (laughs) (laughs) about 1999 okay Uh, yeah i i went well you know a lot of people like a lot of people i've grown up in the church yeah um, You're from Warsaw? But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Warsaw, my mom's family was all from the Bourbon area, Marshall County area. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, yeah, I, I went to church for a long time without being saved. Mm-hmm. And I played, yeah. I played a lot of music, worship <clears throat> music in church without being saved. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was about 99. Yeah. My mom was, um, she was basically dying. She had cancer and it was terminal. Mm. And so, she went to the altar to pray um, one day at our church, and I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, it was like there was a fire underneath my chair. I couldn't <laughs> stay there any longer, wow. and I just, um, I just went to the altar and cried out to God. I didn't want to, I didn't want to live one more day yeah. not knowing for sure that I wasn't going to see my mother again. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so that takes place. What year was it when you got married? Oh, I got married in 92. Okay, so you've been married for eight or for six years, seven years. Yes. Sorry, my math is horrendous. All right. I'm an English guy. We can write things down. If you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> okay, so you get born again, you're married, and you, when did you have Haley? 98. Okay, so yeah. uh, from there, I'm, try, I'm trying to get like a sort of a time, a time frame of your life. When did you start getting into motorcycles, and when, this, when did this hobby become a passion? Because it's a passion now, right? It is, yeah. When yeah. Did, yeah. So when did I get into motorcycles? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was about, well, in my mind, <laughs> I uh-huh. got into them a long time ago. Uh-huh. Uh, but in reality, when I was about 13 years old, I wanted a dirt bike really, really bad, mm-hmm. like a lot of kids, you know. And uh, I was getting an allowance, and, and uh, uh-huh. you know, it's hard to save enough money for a dirt bike when you're just getting an allowance for doing your chores <laughs> uh-huh. on a weekly basis. So, yep. um, so yeah, um, I, my dad gave me a big chore to do. I had to, I had to completely paint this, uh, barn and, and the house that we lived in. They, uh-huh. they used this, it was a wood sided house. And so we had to use stain and it was really messy and it was up on the ladder and I was 13 years old and mm-hmm. he worked third shift. So, <laughs> But but I did it. I completed the job, and, uh-huh. and he and he kept his promise. And so we went to the Yamaha shop, and I got an MX80, 1980 MX80. And then the addiction started. My, oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, do you drive a Harley now? One of them is a Harley. Yes. One of them. Yeah. Okay. How many do you have? I knew this question would come up. Do you have to look it up? Do you have a spreadsheet? No, I have. <laughs> I actually have a really long list. I should have brought it. At, no. Um, Currently, well, my wife has one of them, so, uh-huh. and then I have the rest. <laughs> the rest. Yeah. I think there's seven 
in okay. my garage, yeah. Yeah, that's plenty. It is. Do you have more coming? Well, I, I don't think it's a problem. Sorry. I don't think it's a problem, really, until you run out of space to put them. Yeah. Okay, it's a problem then. Never mind. <laughs> that's a... Well, it could be worse. Yeah. There's worse things. There's okay. worse things. There is. <laughs> um, okay, so you have this passion for motorcycles. You're saved. You find CMA. Mm-hmm. When did Scott Rod Customs come into play? <laughs> yeah, so that's just kind of a sideline business that I had started, which yeah. I have now closed, actually. I, really? Last, yeah, late last summer, I um, kind of shut it down mm-hmm. uh, permanently. But uh, I, I'd worked on my own cars and trucks and motorcycles for years and just kind of learned to be a good mechanic over the years. And so, um, yeah, and, and Scott Rod Customs was just kind of a name that I'd had from high school and mm. Scott Rod. And so um, I've always I'm always got some kind of project on the on the back burner or front burner, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm constantly doing uh, making something, repurposing, tearing apart. I, I love to to just customize stuff. Yeah. Sometimes it's musical instruments and and whatnot. So. That was just a kind of a name that that fit the motorcycle service yeah, yeah. business really well. So um, that's just kind of what I started doing, and it ended up being more of a service work than anything. There, yeah, yeah. there towards the last, I wasn't doing really any customizing or anything like that, building yeah. things for people. It was more just um, servicing Harley's, oil gotcha. changes and brakes and and uh, changing tires and stuff so nice and so you jumped out of it just too much headache didn't enjoy it anymore well i work i work full time so i mean it was it was really hard to 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 manage that and yeah you know every night you know worrying about who's dropping off and who's picking up and that's a lot you know and and i started doing it out of my garage and then i then i got a a building here in town i started renting a building Hmm. which is really a bad investment especially in the winter months when nobody's riding their motorcycles Uh so paying rent all winter long was uh yep was uh not conducive to paying the bills so um i just kind of kept it at at home and doing it out of my garage and yeah so what are you going to do in the future so you're you're working orthopedics right yes Okay. What do you do in orthopedics? I'm a prototype model maker. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So what are you looking at five, 10 years from now? What are you going to do? Probably at least 10. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I want to do some traveling and stuff, but yeah, I probably will always work as long as I'm able. Yeah. You know, in some fashion and, and probably will not stop working completely on motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. And so you're married, you've got one kid, you've got one grandkid. Yep. Awesome. Everybody's local? Everybody's local. My Including do- your wife. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> my wife is local also, yeah. <laughs> my daughter and son-in-law, they live in Leesburg. And, awesome. Um, yeah, well, then I got uh, the one son, he's three years old and quite, awesome. the, quite the stinker. <laughs> and, uh, and another one coming. So I got a little girl, little, little girl coming in uh, April. Awesome. Yeah. Congrats! That's amazing. Yeah, that's a cool reward. Grandkids are a lot of fun. You've heard it said before that uh, grandkids are way better than kids. <laughs> so. I've heard it said that grandkids are your reward for not killing your own kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, where can people find out more about you? Are you online? 
Facebook. I am. I'm on Facebook. Yes, uh, CMA is on Facebook. We yes. have we have a presence. A lot of chapters have their own Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, the best place to go is probably the main website, and that's where you can find chapters of CMA. Mm-hmm. So CMAUSA.org is the main website, and there they have a find a chapter link that you can click on and. It'll bring up a down, drop down with all the states and perfect. Yeah, perfect. And how long? If you if you're interested in joining, how long do you have to wait? If if I say okay, I want to join today, do you have to wait for a training? What's the time frame usually before I'm a member? Usually, the best thing to do is to get to get uh, connected to a local chapter. So okay. you you would go to the wor- uh, the website, uh, look up a chapter closest to you. Uh, so in this case, uh, we're in Warsaw. We have a chapter right here in Warsaw. Um, that we again help start so they've been around since uh, 09 they meet the third thursday of every month in the back room at mad anthony's uh-huh. in downtown warsaw yep. uh, meetings at 6 30 and they usually meet about an hour earlier than that just to to have a meal together and awesome and stuff so you would uh you would just get connected to that chapter and then tell them you want to join and and uh, they have a member training video most chapters keep those on hand oh perfect and so I think the book is the the accompanying book is like uh, six dollars. Okay. Cool. So, how many members are there locally in this chapter? I don't know exactly right now. That usually it, it goes. It's usually around 40, 40 mm-hmm. to fifty. Awesome. They've grown quite a bit. Awesome. But there's also chapters really close to here. Um, Elkhart's got a chapter, and South Bend has a chapter. And awesome. So awesome. You could throw a rock and hit three of them. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Was there anything else you want to throw in? Not necessarily. Awesome. I think we pretty well covered it. We'll have to do a round two to dive in a little deeper because this organization's like, I've heard of the CMA. I've been around it, worked in church ministry and uh, know the members or several members at least. Mm -hmm. When we've done outreach stuff downtown, we've always seen you guys. You have a presence there. Yeah. But just diving in and hearing these numbers and hearing effectively what you guys are doing, just really encouraging. It's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have to do it yeah, again. We'd love to have you come hang out. It's, yeah. It's a lot of fun. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Ministry can be fun. It really can. Yeah. That's something a lot of pastors, a lot of burnt-out evangelists need to hear. It's fun. Sure it is. It's a joy. Awesome. Yeah. Well, folks, thank you for checking this out. Look up CMA online. Join a local chapter. Support a local chapter. This organization's doing amazing stuff. You can uh, subscribe to this podcast in the podcast store. Subscribe on YouTube at youtube.com slash the inroad. And we'll see you next time. Thanks a bunch. Thank you.